0: And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast.
1: I want to show you something. From the time of Alexander the Great, no man could travel faster than the horse that carried him. Not anymore. Imagine, time and space under the mastery of man. Power emperors and kings look like fools whoever controls this controls the future there comes a time you must and Tom are looking at some movies the biggest bombs the world has ever seen but do they suck
0: or are they really groovy will Tom and Chris be nice or mean but do these films deserve humiliation of being called the worst flicks around Millions in PR couldn't save them. But do they deserve the loser's lounge? Episode 2 The Lone Ranger 2013. On no account were a bird on your
1: head. Here we are again at Well, it's not the losers' lounge. Although in this one, this episode, we are talking about a film that lost between 186 to 221 million dollars. Yikes! I'm Tom DJ, and this, of course, is my friend and colleague Chris Tyler. Hey, everybody. And we are not out of the House of Mouse yet. <laughs> In fact, this film came out the exact, exactly a year after our first subject.
0: That's a rough twelve months
1: for uh, for Old Malts Company. And by the way, I, I, as I w- was mentioning, we were talking before we started recording there is a new contender on the list I'm not even aware of what it is so it, it's it's way down right now but that that doesn't mean it it can't get bigger <laughs> uh, but Amsterdam is now on our list uh, I'm sure we'll
0: get to it at some
1: point it, it is <laughs> lost nine about 97 million dollars right now and it it's like I said, It's still plenty of time for it to climb up the charts. And that was a film where I was like, I'm like, oh, that sounds like an interesting movie. And then I saw, oh, it's David O. Russell. Well. And David O. Russell, I I know he likes doing these period pieces, but it always feels like dress-up to me. (laughs) And speaking of dress-up, what are we what are we discussing today, Chris?
0: Uh we are discussing a very old pop culture property. Uh this mm-hmm. this character has been around for quite a long time. Um and I'm actually I'm not super familiar with it, but we are discussing 2013's uh The Lone Ranger.
1: Um this was the second attempt by Disney to create a boys franchise. But by this time, the sale of Lucasfilms was well into um, into its endgame. And yeah. they had already bought Marvel. So... There you go. We don't need it anymore. Exactly. But this thing had been in production for... Years.
0: Well, when was Legend of the Lone
1: Ranger? That was the early, early '80s, right? That was 1981. William A. Fraker's The Legend of the Lone Ranger, uh, which, if we were doing this podcast back at the Dawn of Podcasts, we'd probably be covering.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know what, Tom? I might, I might even blow your mind on yes. this, on this episode, because um, here's a hot take for you. Um, I had a good time watching this, okay, and I'm so di- this and is... I'm, I'm divorcing myself from any extraneous fluff. That's
1: okay, going on with it. but yeah, that's so. That's... Okay, so so we can establish right now this is going to be an agree to disagree episode. That and uh, that's a okay. That's fine. It is okay people to dislike things and dis- and have a discussion without killing each other. Yes. So that
0: being said, I have quibbles. Of course.
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, did you notice at the end, by the way, that um, it turned out that Johnny Depp was an executive producer on this thing? I, you know what, I didn't
0: really pay too much attention to the end credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised by the time you get to that point, and he's, you know, he's been hand in glove with with Disney since Pirates. Yeah, so I'd want that um, sweet percentage as well.
1: And to be fair, this f- film was directed by Gore Vibinski, Yeah. who did the Pirate, the first Pirate film, and to be totally honest, I think Gore Vivinsky is a great director.
0: I really enjoyed the first Pirates
1: movie. Mm-hmm. I will defend his Cure for Wellness.
0: Cure for Wellness wasn't bad either, yeah? It,
1: you know, I, I will defend his Ring remake. Which is, I haven't, haven't quite gotten around to that one. Okay, that is kind of the template for how you do an American translation of a foreign horror film. I think. Okay, then I will have to. I will have it's, to. It's key, really, yeah. really good. Okay. Um, this has been in development since 2002. Okay. Under Columbia Pictures. Okay. Um, and it went from hand to hand. That at one point somebody was writing a script that rejiggered Tonto as a female love interest okay uh, then there was a script by um, Lattea Calagridis which was about werewolves
0: okay I'm not totally opposed to that
1: <laughs> uh, and it was going to be directed by Jonathan Mostow.
0: Okay, I like his um, stuff.
1: The original studio Columbia placed the film in turnaround. Uh, the entertainment rights eventually opened up, and it was picked up by Jerry Bruckheimer, who brought the Lone Ranger to Walt Disney. Okay. Um. And by that time, Johnny Depp had already been attached. Okay. So, um, yeah, and, and the the present script is written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rosa, Rosio, with a I'm assuming that Justin Haith did some rewriting of that script, and he gets he gets full credit. Okay. And, um, I, like I said, we're going to have to agree to disagree because I found this thing a chore to get through. Um, and it's surprising because you look at this cast.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you got a lot of good character actors in this, Mm -hmm. um, Bill Fickner steals the show every time he's on screen right? as, as Cavendish, um. It's shot like a dream. It's it's gorgeous. I mean, you're not going to find a fault with the way this thing looks and sounds, like in the vistas and everything. And this is one of the reasons why you know a good western really needs to be in you know the two thirty five (laughs) to one aspect ratio because there's really no
1: way to capture all the although I wish the old west. (laughs) I, I wish they didn't indulge in that same. Color palette that was very popular around that time for the, for this yeah, film. the, yeah,
0: the cobalt blue at night is, is overdone and it's been overdone for about yeah. 20 years.
1: Um, and I think part of the problem I had with this film, and it may be because I had, I have a lot more experience with the property having grown up with it as a kid. They used to show, um, when I was very young, the 1950s Lone Ranger, um, mm-hmm television series um, on WPIX here in New York City. And, of course, there was the Filmation Lone Ranger series. Yeah. But I felt that giving it the same kind of gray and, and brown color palette hurt what the approach of the film, which is it should have been much more mythic and much more colorful and much more fun.
0: I I, to, I would totally agree with you there. It, it's it he he is he's not quite a pulp hero, but he, it's in the same vein. as it's, it, it's a it's a larger than life character. Thank God he had the white hat. You know.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean the fact that that now granted Army Hammer, and I find it very funny that um someone who liked to who likes to pretend he's a cannibal. Yeah. was in a film where he fought a cannibal.
0: Yeah, and again, that's why I said I tried to divorce myself from any extraneous stuff on, on yeah. this. And again, but, he's he's but not much s- he's not much of a factor in this anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost anybody could have played this version yeah of John Reed the way that it was written.
1: I will state, however, that just because you want to pretend to be a cannibal with other like-minded people who will let you pretend to be a cannibal, that does not make you a garbage human. Yeah, I, I,
0: yeah. I haven't, I haven't dipped much into that whole controversy. I, I, I don't have time in my life for it. Yeah, I, <laughs> But, I, I... but I, again, it's, it's one of those things. And again, I, and I'll have another hot take here. I didn't yeah. dislike Depp as Tano. I'm one of those people that thinks you, you cast who you want to oh. play the character. That's my feeling well, on stuff like that.
1: I don't dislike Johnny Depp as Tonto because he's a white person playing a Native American. I hated Johnny Depp as Tonto because he's Johnny Depp playing Johnny Depp. That's,
0: yeah, and that definitely squeaks through at times. And again, I think that's partially because of Gore Verbinski. They did put some
1: sparrowisms in here. Yeah. I, um, I wonder how much of this film was composed of Johnny Depp. Um,
0: Improv. It's probably a good amount of it. And again, it might be one of those cases where the movie doesn't get made unless he's like, um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you want this movie to be made, then I got to be in it and I'm going to have a, a finger in the pie, so to speak. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, we could. I don't know how you felt about it, but I could have dispensed with that entire framing sequence.
0: I actually liked that that in, in yeah. what in, in terms of in terms of your call to, to mythicality for the character, mm-hmm. that's doing some of the lifting there for that. Again, it's it's an older Tonto, presumably telling the story of the Lone Ranger to this small boy, uh, you know, sixty years after the fact. Mm-hmm. And he's telling it in a somewhat mythical way, because there are times when the narrative kind of breaks a little bit. Right. And we go back and forth and I, I didn't have a problem with that. Um I'm I'm also a mark for that kind of stuff though where right. is the the uh, you know like I just I I re I rewatched Silver Bullet today and again that's narration by the older sister
1: and mm-hmm.
0: you know so I a story I... about a story is okay with me Yeah. And it's I... cuz it's not meta it's just Here's my experience. I'm going to tell it to
1: you. Right. Okay. It. It. I understand what you're saying there. It's just. It felt like that. The. The opening sequence went on too long. Well,
0: that's that's my biggest problem with
1: the film in general. And, well, the, the film goes on the fi- too long. E- everything goes on. Everything goes on too long. Um, and the idea, like, I got the impression that. Tonto was actually like a wooden statue at first. Yeah. And it's like all this stuff. And then we go through all this stuff before the story actually starts. And then we get some weird choices. I mean, William Fichtner should have been the main villain, period. It should have been very straightforward. Here's Butch Cavendish. He is not a nice man. Yeah. Here is John Reed. He's a nice man. <laughs> he teams up with Tonto, who is a nice man, and they bring the bad, the not nice man to justice.
0: Yes, I I I, I agree, and and it's there's some some stuff definitely should have been cut out of this. Uh, um. But- a, a lot, about a half an hour, twenty to thirty minutes should have been cut out of this. And it, and it, I did start, I did feel some of the weight of this. um And again, it's part of the problem is it's the same basic story as what they did in the Mask of Zorro with the overarching villain plan. Yeah, it's like you've got you've got your field bad guy and you've got your mastermind bad guy, and at the end of the day, one's about gold, one's about silver. Um,
1: yeah. Way. I mean, so. it's not surprising that this had started originally um has something that Columbia wanted to do after the two Zorro films. That makes sense. So and and that they wanted Tonto to be a hot female Native American.
0: I have no problem with the hot females uh, of any stripe. Um, it, but yeah, it that that's a fundamental change
1: to this story that mm-hmm. would not work. <laughs> at yeah, all. but I, I think that there are other fundamental changes to the story that did that do not work. One of which is, is that they're trying so desperately to be a Marvel movie in that. Oh yeah, we know this is stupid. We know yeah, this, this is funny. You yeah. No, uh, no. 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 This is this is a very this was The Lone Ranger was uh based on I have it on my on my uh in my Kindle It was based on like a a pulp novel of the early 20th century that was then turned into a very successful radio program in, from a in a Detroit radio station And that's why we got the Green Hornet because the Lone Ranger was so successful. Yeah, the radio station said, "Well, what else can we do? Let's let's do a modern-day Lone Ranger."
0: Yeah, yeah, that that history I do know.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's so intent on poking fun at itself that it doesn't you you never i'm like why am i interested in this guy again
0: yeah unfortunately john reed is the least interesting person in in the story and yeah i i,
1: I I've, I've, wrong.
0: I've, n- okay. I've never th- i've never thought of the lone ranger as a cypher i guess he probably is though if, if i did go back and, and look at at everything um But if you're only going to get a movie every couple of years, or you're reintroducing Mm -hmm. a character to you, it either needs to be the grandest of archetypes possible, or it needs to be a ton of character written in there so that people care about them. Um, Because again, all the interesting back matter went to Tonto. Yeah. uh, Which, and again, I'm not super familiar with the property. Um I was a little put off by the somewhat mystical stuff at the beginning, but then when you find out it's not mystical, it's just one broken man trying to make sense
1: of his life. Yeah. That's an interesting story arc. Well, remember, they were originally going to um in an earlier script, deal with spirit with with skinwalkers, with werewolves.
0: Oh jeez, I wasn't even putting the the when to go and werewolves and I should've as a I
1: however by making butch cavendish eat somebody's heart off screen i think they just muddied the water a bit
0: yeah it's it's pretty gross and it's pretty terrifying and that's the other thing i'll give this movie props for um in terms of pg-13 violence yeah there's some pretty strong stuff in here um (laughs) you know the, the gunshots all feel like they have punch when right. somebody gets shot, as they should. Um, the the heart-eating, when we got to that point, I was a little surprised because I was like, oh, they're telling all these stories about Cavendish. I'm like, okay, it's probably just a tall tale to scare right. people. And no, it's not. But by that point, after you've ambushed all the rangers... Um, you've kind of shown how dastardly you are. I, I At that point, I don't know if I need that in, in the mm-hmm. film. Uh, especially with the way he looks. There's plenty of inference you can make about this guy from uh, the way he looks and from Fickner's a performance of
1: him. Right.
0: Again, um, text and subtext. This was all text. <laughs>
1: so. Right, yeah. It, it did not trust the audience to... Assume or put together their own head cannon. Yeah. Um. And, which is sad because, like I said, Army Hammer was a good choice. Army Hammer looks the part.
0: Oh yeah, he's it, 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 a good-looking dude with a square jaw. He's tall. Um, he was also the spirit, wasn't he?
1: No, that was Gabriel mocked. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, Jesus, did he play the same character basically twice? Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we are going to get to talking about the spirit a couple of years down the line. Oh,
0: God, I'm dreading that.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is why you don't get, you don't let Frank Miller do his own thing.
0: Yeah, on the page, do what you want. if it's Yeah, yeah. but again, it's, it, you know... Yeah, but again, that's a story, a t- topic for another time. Yeah. Um, but... Another another thing that disappointed me, like, the technical aspects of this are great, like I said. Um, the music was good. Um, the 1812 Overture is, um, that's free. You can yeah. use that as much as you want. Um, I was, it, it, they did and the little like tease the, of it at the what? beginning, and then they held it until all the way at the very end, and I was like, god damn, that should have been cut 20 minutes out of this, and put a different action scene in where you could put that 1812 overture in, at least part of it. Because by the time that we get to that finale with the big train sequence, right. which I, I really enjoyed, I thought that was a lot of fun, and, they, and, the, and, the, and the music comes up for the 1812 overture, and Silver is jumping off of roofs onto the train right. like, this, we needed 20 more minutes of
1: this in the movie. The thing is, if you ask the average person on the street these days what they know about the Long Ranger, they will know. Da-dun, 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 da-dun. Yep. You know, that's the one thing they will know. And they held it back to the very end. The same thing with the Green Hornet film, which we will not have to talk about. Um, <laughs> they waited for the fly, the bumblebee, to the to the very end. At the very least, Hans Zimmer should have incorporated themes exactly. so that we could get hints of it as, you know, um, the character becomes more and more the recognizable character.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the other thing is, it's that piece is, even if you don't know the Lone Ranger, most people know that piece. Uh, I The Boston Pops, that's what they play yeah. uh, during part of their fireworks display. Uh, on the Fourth of July, um, and it's with the with the Spanish guitar and the spaghetti Western, mm-hmm. theme, you know, tinge that the score has to it in a lot of places. To have that 1812 Overture come in at the end feels slightly yeah. out of place. But by that point in the movie, I'm sitting there going, "Jesus, are, they, are we going to get the whole thing?" So by that point, I was I was ready for it. But it, it would have been nice to have had it open in like you said. There's just yeah, plenty it, of different or, motifs in that piece. It's a twenty-minute-long piece. Like you can
1: exactly, like you can find bits and pieces to work in. It's not like Hans Zimmer isn't a talented enough person to do that. No, you he's just—I think he's just lazy at this point. Um, I, I, there, there are some other questions. Like, I have to believe that uh, the character of Red. Was created solely because Johnny Depp wanted his buddy's wife to have a job.
0: Um, Probably, but you know what? She was a breath of fresh air in this movie because I was actually like, oh, they're legitimately going to a, a whorehouse in this. And <laughs> she looks great with the red hair and the ivory leg. Yeah. Uh, and again, that was the last point we needed to talk about Cavendish. Eating
1: someone's flesh, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have dropped the entire um, cannibal aspect and still had Tonto believe they were Wendigos.
0: Yeah, because again, he's just he's just a broken guy. So yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the two didn't need that much intertwining. Those two themes.
1: And to also be fair, I, I think the idea of a Lone Ranger film told from the point of view of Tonto is not a bad idea.
0: No, it's not, because then again, you can play with the mythicality. It's, it's how did okay. how did this man see this other man through the course of their adventures when he was watching? It, is he going to tell us what really happened or is he going to tell the, the mythopoetic right. version of what these two did together?
1: yeah i I think the biggest problem with the film is that it's chasing after the the trend that was developing at the time thanks to the success of the mcu of being more myth-busting than myth-making yeah drawing attention to how corny a something is When sometimes you just want the corn, (laughs) popcorn is fine. Uh, Yeah, I totally agree. And and again, it does it does feel slightly
0: schizophrenic at times. For every bit of I'm a cannibal, there's um, do you know what your name means in Spanish, or uh, you know, uh, trading with dead men. Like there's a lot of a lot of off kilter stuff in this. So uh, it's it's one of those things. Do you take the route of making it grim and gritty? Mm-hmm. Lone Ranger film, which you certainly could do. I wouldn't be interested in it.
1: Right? Yeah. Or if it you... if it went either way, a hundred percent. If it went totally cornball, hundred percent, it would have failed as well. But yeah. if you went grim and gritty, and you know, very very spaghetti westerny, I think it would have failed as well.
0: Yeah. I mean it. I really liked the version of the Phantom with Billy Zane. Oh, I love that. That, This film, that that should have been the template for this. You can certainly modernize it a little bit because, what was that, 93, 94 when that came out?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, there's a big gap in between that. You do have to take some things into account. But at no time did I ever discredit the Phantom for being who the Phantom is. I don't
1: know. Uh, it, it's, it, it, yeah. it, but it, you know what else was that was different about The Phantom? The budget. Yeah,
0: that's that's true. The Phantom did not have a huge bu- budget. <laughs> it didn't
1: have a huge budget so that when it failed, it didn't draw attention to itself, so to speak. Right. Um, Which is a pity because I really liked that film a lot. Me too. Uh, but I, I, I think this was just a case of... I think even even from the earliest, the earliest parts where they're like, well, we Lone Ranger Zorro, isn't he? In in early to the early aughts to trying to make it a, a, about a supernatural thing to finally just deciding that we have we have to focus on our big star. To the detriment of the character whose name is on the poster, right. yeah. Um, would it have hurt them to give him a blue shirt? I don't think so. No, no, it wouldn't yeah. have. But
0: and it, and and, and, and uh, by the point that he's donned the mask, it helps him yeah. stand apart from everybody else that's dressed like shit in in the film, you know because all the bad guys are real 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 dirty, you know. Mm-hmm. I I don't picture the Lone Ranger as the, he's he he should be gleaming every time that he's on screen. Yeah. If he well, does happen to get dirty in the next scene, he should be clean. Yeah.
1: Well, he, he I think I think people have a problem with adapting the Lone Ranger. For the same reason that people have problems with Superman in that the Lone Ranger is an ideal. Yeah. He's supposed to be a shining light. You could make the background around him as dark as possible, but he has to be a shining light.
0: Right, and and they certainly tried with him, you know, being all for law and order and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I don't know why it's so hard. Superman should be the easiest character to write a character like yep. the Lone Ranger should be the easiest character to write. They're not supposed to be question. You shouldn't be questioning the character or yourself when watching them. You should be looking at it as here's the here's the thing that you should be versus the stuff that
1: nobody wants to see, right? Or be. Um, I, I, to be honest, I, I just think they could have done without the whole, um. The whole evil capitalist aspect of the of the film, I think, partially because I saw that twist coming. Oh, who didn't from space? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, it's like a film that I was discussing with uh, with our friend Des Redick last night. What, where, where, as I I said, well. These people and they get, uh, shit, they get plane wrecked on an uncharted island. They're looking for a, a rare form of a jaguar, but it's cannibals. People, yeah. and you, you know it from like ten minutes in. It's cannibals, but they still stretch it out. And it was the same thing here. It's like, and this guy's an asshole. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean. I, I, I was surprised it's, it's, that Barry Pepper wasn't as big an asshole. Uh, he was
0: still, still pretty douchey by the end of it.
1: He's an asshole, but he's not he, he hes not an evil, you know, hand-clutching mustache-twirling.
0: Even though he had the mustache, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it... Like I said, I, I, I had a good time watching it. I, I don't think I'm going to be re, re-watching it anytime soon, but, I mean, for the yeah. for the two hours and 15 minutes that the actual film was on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't check my watch or anything, uh, you know. I, I did feel the bloat at some points. It, you, uh, some stuff you don't need to overstuff the turkey. I, and, yeah. again, it's... I don't know if that's... We a get vivid. it. You
1: want it to be epic. Yeah. But it could have been epic, epic at a hour 45 minutes to two hours
0: absolutely especially with the the vistas and the set pieces that you had designed and and set up Mm -hmm. A, a cinematography alone could be doing a lot of the heavy lifting there to make it feel epic
1: yeah and it's not like disney tried did not try to get people to go and see this film the the first trailer was shown during the super bowl they had a big tie-in with Disney Infinity, that interactive game. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, however, I think there was some problems with uh, people not being comfortable with the casting of Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp's response that, I think I'm... Somewhat Comanche oh, on like grandmother's cousin's side <laughs> did not help. No, probably not. Um, although apparently they they did hire a consultant from the Comanche Nation. That's good. And according to this gentleman, the um the lines that Johnny Depp said in in the Comanche language, which is considered a dead language at this point, he said, you know what? The pronunciation was a bit off, but it was true. Nice. So, yeah, I think that that people, this is at, 2013 is at the dawn of a certain kind of attitude, and I am all for you know casting people of nationality for that net for that for those roles. Um. However, I don't think this was a case because it was it was it was basically a, I don't want to say comic book character. But it was a a kind of a pop culture character. I could get, I could understand them trying to cast a Native, not casting a Native American and going with somebody with a name. Yeah. My biggest problem with, um, with Depp was that Depp was going to be Depp. Depp's, Depp's going to Depp. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and so we get all that weird shit that he's doing and. You know, basically Jack's, as you put it, Jack's barrowing things up. And that, and I, I don't think people who wanted a Lone Ranger film wanted to hear things like the first time and the last time Army Hammer says, hi, yo, silver. Tonto going, don't say that.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I, I want to hear that.
1: You want, he, you want to hear Tonto say, "Don't say that."
0: No, I want to hear. The, I want to hear John Reed say, "I owe silver away." Yeah, no, that's
1: the thing, exactly. Uh, I, I was, I understand the, the, the idea of giving. You know what? You know what your name's Kimosapi stands for. That's an old. That's an old time joke. Yeah, it used to be back back in the '60s. People would say, you know, Kimosapi means dirty rag," in bush. <laughs> or, or or something that, that that didn't make sense to me when I was younger, but I guess that what they're meaning is toilet paper. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's this is just this is not good, my friend. I mean, I, I like I say I respect your right to like it. Hey, you and Quentin Tarantino are on the same page.
0: Okay. Which
1: yeah. Tarantino called it one of his best films of that year.
0: I wouldn't cert. I certainly would put it in my best of the year. Uh, but you know,
1: I didn't. I didn't have an issue with it. So, but yeah, no. It, I I just I found it interminable. I just it it was it moved too slow. There were some some of the weird anachronisms like the one member of the Cavendish gang experimenting with cross-dressing. It's a little weird. Yeah. It it was was just like, what? (laughs) Um, and, And I can understand why this did not set the box office on fire yeah it's um I think they needed a tighter script they needed uh, they had the they had the right cast yeah although yes. I would not complain if they had a Native American play tonto no I wouldn't have complained either
0: I, I just you know as long as a good actor it's really all that matters to me
1: exactly and there are Heck, there is a Native American actor in this film, or in James Badge Dale. So it's not like you couldn't find one, right? Um, and, and the length, the length, just the length is a killer. I, I get the definitely, idea. Definitely, definitely too long. Yeah, I, I get the idea in the in the last. 20 years people think that because movies are so expensive, you have to give us longer movies. Yeah, no. But that just results in movies that are that's that feel padded.
0: Yeah, you can definitely feel the padding in this one.
1: Yeah. So, um it's, it's I have now, it seems like we're going to have our first disagreement as to how to um, rate this thing. Because I will definitely say it is a very high don't see it. As opposed, ah. to, as in, it's, I think it's bad. I think it's very missable. But I also recognize it's well made. And there were good people involved in it.
0: Yeah. Again, for me, I, if you like the if you like the property, it's probably worth seeking out. Then again, by this point, nine years later, if you like the character, you've probably already seen it and made yes. up your own mind. Um, if you want a, if you if you have the time. And if you like what Depp brings to a role, and if you like to see some good character actors and some good cinematography, mm-hmm. I think it's worth your time. Again, I, it's not one of those ones wh- like John Carter where I'm saying go out and, and see this. If yeah. you've got nothing better to do and it's on your backlog and stuff to check out,
1: give it a whirl. So it's yeah. It just it just I, my my. Mu- my mother partially sat through this with me. Okay. She was not liking it, and it should be mentioned that they were, they were hoping this would be a franchise. They were talking about sequel... Um, I think they were talking about one sequel, which was supposedly called The Lone Ranger Rides Again. That's a good title. Which is a good title, yes, exactly. It's very in keeping with the... Characters, pop culture slash pulp standing, but obviously after the film bombed as bad as it did, it uh, that sequel stopped being talked about. Wow, well, there you go. And, and now the way that both Johnny Depp and Army Hammer are considered not nice people, although as I said, I would. I would not pillory a person for playing a game with other people consensually with a gross subject matter. Yeah, you know,
0: I I don't know. All that shit's above my pay grade,
1: brother. (laughs) Yeah, we have we have lots of garbage humans we'll be talking about. Don't worry, folks. But I don't think Army Hammer quite deserves to be called a garbage human in this case. Um, this this was this was I can see why it did not fail to launch. I can see why Disney just gave up and said, "Oh, we'll just buy shit from now on." There is a path of least resistance, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the sad thing is it tried to be... I think if it had tried to be true to itself, instead of trying to be what all the cool kids want... You know, at one point, by the way, you know who was going to compose the score?
0: I'm not sure. Jack fucking White. Okay, that would have certainly been interesting. But And I have a feeling, like, with his proclivities, he probably would have tried to do something within the spirit of the
1: landscape and the original property. Yes, he would have. And uh, Jack White is one of those people, it's like, you and me get bored, we pick up a magazine. Put a movie on the, on the TV. Jack White gets bored, he starts a band. Hey,
0: nothing wrong with that. Whatever your outlet is.
1: You know, so, um, yeah, this is a, I, I, I go, I say this is a not see it on, on our scale, which for those of you who are not been with us, and it's possible since this is only the second episode, the scale is see it, not see it, eh, and poo. All
0: right, uh, going by, by, by our, our rating,
1: I will go with, uh, eh. Okay. Finally, we will be doing next month, we are going both outside the 21st century, yay, just barely, and outside the House of Mouse. Yay. Our next biggest failure on our list, having lost a grand total of between $112 million and $210 million, is from nineteen ninety nine. The Thirteenth Warrior. Ah, uh, looking forward to rewatching that one. Actually, talking talk about casting somebody who's not the.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get there.
1: We'll get. You see, this is a case where I'm like, you know what? That's a bit much, dude. It, it, for the same reason, I'm like, that's a bit much when James Franco said, I'm going to play, I'm going to play, um, Castro. I'm like, that's,
0: that's a bridge too far for me. I'm
1: like, especially when there are so many good, you know, Latin American actors out there. Yeah. uh, Heck, Robert Rodriguez has a big old Rolodex full of them. Ask to borrow his.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: it's, it's, it's not like it's not like you you can't cast it correctly, but yeah. yeah so so yes. So here is the film where uh, Antonio Banderas, a man of Spanish descent, plays a Moor.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we'll have to go over what that is too. So
1: ideally, yes. Who I de- in in hit according to history were. Well, they were black people. Yeah, well, we'll
0: get there. Save it for the next time. Save it for the next time. What do you
1: got? Well, they should be able to have Shameless
0: shameless self-promotion?
1: Yes, Um, shameless self-promotion, (laughs) Tom.
0: Okay. Um, I am uh, consistently uh, one of the co-hosts of The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror with Chris Honeywell and Luke and uh, Jay, Jack, and Eddie. Uh, I am working with Tom here on ATW, doing some voiceover stuff. Haven't been as much in as much stuff recently. It's been a busy couple of months for me personally. But uh, and as be right this, back in there.
1: as of this release date, that this is going to be released on the twenty seventh of October, a radio play that star partially stars Mister Chris Tyler. This little piggy will be dropping on the twenty first. There you go. You play an old guy. Oh, I do indeed. You play an old, and 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 you get called the pig fucker by the other Chris, Chris Honey. Yeah,
0: that could. <laughs> it's my proud. It's my proudest achievement.
1: Proudest achievement. Um, and is there anything else you, you want to?
0: uh yeah you can always have, i mean i'm always popping up in weird places so you know just uh check out the cast list on some of these podcast
1: episodes and in atw stuff that goes up and if you like what i do then there you go and uh has for myself in addition to atw there is going to be a episode of the honeywell experiment Showing up in November that should have been showing up in October, which will be covering The Tomb of the Blind Dead. And we have decided that our New Year's Day film, because we always like to do something really wacky, will be Inframan. Ooh. The Hong Kong looking at Tokusatsu films and saying, we could do that. Looking Can't forward we? to it. So, uh, and we're going to have Luke Giaconetti, who is one of your co-hosts, uh, sit in to talk about this very bizarre film. That'll be a good time. Yes, it will. Yeah. Princess Dragon Mom. <laughs> I, I always wonder, like, is she like the mother of a dragon? Or is this like a Cantonese thing where it's like, dra- you know... Kind of like the equivalent of Khaleesi. Who knows? I, I don't know. But 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 there is there is a character called Princess Dragon Mom. And and she she will mess your shit up. <laughs> Excellent. So so uh until next time, we're gonna get on our horses. Give a half-hearty Hi-Ho Silver! Oh, I won't do it. I won't
0: do a half-hearted one. We if okay. we want to go out on a good one, I'll I'll put I'll put the hero voice on and we'll we'll go out on a high note.
1: There we go. There we go. I'm just not I just don't have a hero voice. I'm more of a character actor. <laughs> All right. right. All right. Let's let's do we're this. Gonna, we're going to We're going to do this and we will meet you in one month's time in the it's the 10th century, isn't it? The 13th warrior.
0: It's been a long time since i have read the it, book or seen the film.
1: A long time ago, and we're going to hang out with Vikings and one Moorish poet.
0: Yeah, but that's next time. That's so next until time. until next time,
1: <clears throat> Hiyo Silver! Away!
0: That is freaky.